everybody, and hello humans. I would like to welcome you to a very special bonus edition of the Not A Robot Podcast Show. We typically get uh, into reviews and recaps of our weekly DC comics, but this is a comic not published by DC that uh, we felt we wanted to share with everyone else. So my name is uh, Josh. I am Not A Robot, and with me today is Not A Mombot, Holly, from the Kids' Corner Show. Hello. And we are covering The Legend of Z-Hawk. Uh, the Legend of Z-Hawk is a special comic because the reason why it exists is to uh, help share a message. And I'm going to do my best to get through this. I, I don't normally get emotional, but this is a story in which I really did. It's hard not to. Um, it's hard not to see my own child there or someone else's. But um, without further ado, I am going to read this story as sh shared by Gail Simone on her Twitter feed. It is pinned to the top of her Twitter feed, so you can find it there. That's at G-A-I-L-S-I-M-O-N-E. And uh, I'm just going to read it exactly as, as she has it posted. Um, so bear with me, but here we go. I'm about to tell a bit of a story. You're going to want to be prepared for this, fair warning. Seriously, this is quite emotional. It's about a little boy who fell in love with superheroes at a very young age. His name was Zadi, he's Navajo, and when he was just three years old, his sister got a frozen cape. At the same time, he discovered the Batman syndicated TV show, the old Adam West one, and he decided that superheroes were everything. So he stole the cape every chance he got. So picture this little guy, just three, running and jumping all over the house, doing flips and gymnastics in his sister's frozen cape, which to him was a superhero cape, nonstop, endlessly, and of course to his sister's chagrin. Now this causes some trouble with his older sister, and at this point, Zadi is so obsessed with superheroes that he can recite large chunks of episodes and films featuring them verbatim at three. His mom asks if he wants a cape of his own, so they go shopping, and they find a Batman costume with a cape. And from then on, baby, it's all over. He's not Zadi anymore, he's Batman, 24-7. Three years old, he's decided, without question, that he's a superhero. When anyone calls him Zadi, he says that's not his name. I'm Batman. The kid has superhero fever bad. His real name, Zadi which was suggested with the help of tribal elders, means, roughly, the power of still water. But at this point, he wants everyone to call him Batman. From then on, he and his costume are inseparable. He never wants to take it off. His wonderful mother, Rachel, has to wash it by giving him a bath in it. A bat bath. The other thing he cares about is the environment and protecting nature and animals. At this point, everyone knows he's going to grow up to actually be a superhero. Someone who protects nature. It's not just a fantasy, it's just accepted by everyone who knows him. Everyone thinks their child is special, but the thing about Zadi is, everyone who met him thought that. It was just accepted at home and at school and everywhere that they went that this little guy was a little superhero and that cape was never coming off. Smiles followed him everywhere. Okay, this part gets hard. You can mute this thread if you want to. Uh, but I really feel it's worth reading to the end. Um, at three years old, Zadi, his mother, and sister were walking across the street when they were hit by a distracted driver. The mother and sister recovered. Zadi tragically did not. This is a hard. This is hard to type, 
but I'll hope you hang on just a bit longer. I'm a mom, and while I'm not, Holly is, and I'm a dad, so this hits. Um, this is every parent's nightmare. It's almost impossible to talk about, even as a distant observer, but this little hero's life was ended way too soon. The Traveler's Insurance Company has been doing a few short films and other projects in a beautiful series dedicated to telling the unfinished stories of people whose lives were ended by distracted driving. They approached Zadi's family, and it was decided to tell Azadi's story, his unfinished story, in the format he loved so much, a superhero story. They asked me if I would write it. I was very hesitant. First, I cry easily when children are hurt, and I could feel a lot of grief just from the small bit I knew already, both for the mother and for that kid in the cave. Because I am a mom now, I had definitely been that kid and had the same obsession with the very same show. So even though the message was so important, I was very reluctant. I didn't know if I could bring justice to Zadi's life and family. So Traveler's Insurance Agency set up a series of calls with Zadi's mom, Rachel, and myself to see what would happen. And we talked mother to mother. And she told me about Zadi, not just through tears, but through laughter, about what a funny, irrepressible kid he was. How he had to take baths in the bat suit and how people reacted around him. She was so emphatic and warm, I finally got it. I hung up the phone and my hubby knew how I, excuse me, <clears throat> my hubby knew how much I had been questioning myself on this and he just waited quietly. I told him I had to do it. I may not be the best person to do it, but I'm doing it. She then shares a picture of Zadi in his Batman costume and goes on to say, I got to talk to his grandmother and learn more about his family. Just lovely, extraordinary people who were kind enough to let me in enough to get a sense of this little guy. Rachel has set up a foundation to create awareness. You can find that at zadi.org. That's Z-A-A-D-I-I dot O-R-G. I know it's just my illusion, but I feel I knew Zadi. I miss him, and I never got to meet him. I wanted to hear him tell me he was Batman. So I agreed to do the book. We asked my dear friend... Jim Calipior to do the art. We've had to keep all this secret for a long time. I've spoken endlessly with the people at Travelers. They're trying to get people to stay off their phones while driving, but more than that, at every stage, they have been incredibly respectful of Zadi's family and memory. If the family had a change, we made it immediately. Everyone genuinely felt that Zadi would follow some in his family who had become protectors of the environment, a hero and he loved superheroes more than anything. So we made an unfinished story about the superhero, superhero he might create in his imagination. I wanted to channel everything he loved about superheroes, the action, the gymnastics, the cool hideout, the fancy car, and the result is Z-Hawk. We are so proud of this book, and we hope it's exactly the kind of hero he would like. The comic is free, and it does remain so, it is available on Twitter at ny underscore comic underscore con account, and physical copies will be available soon. You can get all of the information at that New York Comic Con Twitter account, and of course you can always visit at Travelers. She goes on to say, we put our whole hearts into this. It was emotional at every stage, and she wants to express her undying appreciation to Zadi's mother Rachel and to her family for letting them in enough to tell his story. And this... Zadi, the littlest Batman, is the 
story that we are sharing with you today, the comic that they created, The Legend of Z-Hawk, for Zadi. It's quite an emotional story. It is. <laughs> um, it's extremely emotional. I didn't, I didn't tell Holly. Um, for those of you who don't know, Holly is my wife. And um, I didn't tell her I was reading it, and I surely wasn't expecting it. Um, but I was browsing through Twitter, and I stumbled upon that post from Gail, and I got about halfway reading it, and I had to toss my phone aside, and I just started sobbing. And... Uh, it took a couple more tries for me to be able to get through it. And it was, it was, it was really hard because I could see my kid in that same situation. He used to run around in a flash suit all the time. And, um, I don't know, it's, it just, it really rang home as, as like what she said, uh, a worst nightmare situation. Definitely. But, uh, so I'm going to go ahead now and start on the comic, uh, with happy notes. We are going to move on to the legend of Z-Hawk. Um, the character's name is Zadi Tozon. Zadi spent his childhood enthralled by his favorite superhero TV show, Grey, Falcon, and Sparrow. As a result, Zadi grows up to be a protector of others and himself, going by the moniker Z-Hawk during the night as a vigilante hero and as an activist lawyer during the day. Zadi spends all of his time trying to make the lives of others better. His partners in the law firm... Tony Reese and Margaret Reeves know his secret identity and help him on all fronts. And uh, the comic opens to Zadi telling us all this um, through narration boxes in the very beginning. After we get to watch him as a child watch that television show. I loved all the immediate references to um, creating ripples and still water and how if you just dip your fingers in and radiate outwards into the larger world. You know, that we're all just ripples in the water, and immediately that's how that sort of starts with, with that. It's beautiful. Just a little tiny change can affect so much. And hopefully that's what this story will do, or help do. Definitely. Um, uh, Zadi, uh, Z-Hawk, is perched up on top of a building, and uh, the narration is walking us through that little bit that I just shared with you as he stops to help a protester that is being attacked. He realizes that those doing the attacking are in the employ of a corporation that he's currently trying to fight in court during his day job, a company that's polluting the waterways and potentially destroying the entire town. The following day... Zadi is successful in winning an injunction against that very company that forces them to stop what they've been doing. After winning, however, he's warned by the opposing parties that Tyson Gardner, CEO of Mammoth Technologies, the offending firm, won't back down and that the company can afford to pay the fines that they will receive for ignoring the court's order. So they're just basically going to go ahead and pay their way through doing whatever they want. I'm sure this happens in real life. I mean, this, this must be... It, it, it absolutely has happened in real life. Um, it's cheaper uh, to pay the fines than to halt the workers. Yeah, there, were, there, was, there was a very similar situation that happened at Standing Rock within about four or five years ago, and um, it's, it's, still, it's still going on, and it's, it's, it's a very sad story. Um... That night, Z-Hawk shows up at the work site, intent on doing whatever he can to stop the evil corporation from leveling the town. Unfortunately, Z-Hawk finds himself in a trap, and his 
really cool Z runner car. Um, the completely electric high tech vehicle that he's got gets blown up. Z Hawk is thrown into the nearby waterway, held back by the dam, and a new character by the name of Decimator is introduced. He's wearing this uh, LED mask, one of those blank white ones that will show a, a, a random picture on the front of it. Um, he's he's wearing one of those. Although he kind of looks like a mime. He's dressed a lot like a mime, with the exception of that mask on there. So and they like flash emojis to show. It yeah, it kind of conveys what his what emotions. he's saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so cool, bad guy. Um, now uh, he's threatening to blow up the dam, but he also lets it slip that he knows Z-Hawk's secret identity and tells Z-Hawk that he has his partner Margaret being held as hostage. Uh, through the fight, after the car accident, being blown up, and then getting into the fight with Decimator and being electrocuted, uh, he loses consciousness, as one might expect someone to do. Uh, he is out for a little bit, but he pushes through once he wakes up. He feels as though he can barely stand, but he pushes through that to save his friend and the town. He makes his way to the dam, and Tony shows up as backup. Hey, I saw this was going on. Uh, I was monitoring, and I thought you could use the backup, is what he says. So uh, Z-Hawk says, you shouldn't have... You shouldn't have come, Tony. This guy, he likes to hurt innocent people. Uh, so Z-Hawk is, is worried about him. And, uh, go ahead. They come up on Margaret here. And they come up on Margaret, who's tied up in the middle of the dam that is about to be blown up. And uh, as Z-Hawk reaches Margaret, she yells out to him Decimator's true identity, Tony. Apparently, Tony had some issues with the way that his father looked up to heroes and wanted to be one himself, there seems to be a whole lot of jealousy here. And uh, that seems to be his problem with Z-Hawk. So he attacks. Z-Hawk defends himself, and true to his fighting style throughout the entire issue, Z-Hawk takes Tony down using as little violence as possible. And, of course, he saves the day. The writing in this book is done absolutely wonderfully, and the art in this issue fits so perfectly for the tone of what's going on. I feel like it's a really good mix of Silver Age and Modern Age, both in writing and art. And it comes together to share a story that is definitely worth spreading around. So, in a very rare event, Not A Robot Podcasts offer you a final score of 10 out of 10. And you can find out more about Zadie's story on Twitter by following at Gail Simone and at Travelers, T-R-A-V-E-L-E-R-S, and by visiting um, Gail's pinned thread on her Twitter feed, at Travelers, is the company behind the Unfinished Stories label producing those comic books and short films to help promote awareness of distracted driving, finishing the stories of those that were taken away from distracted driving. Uh, Please visit these locations on the internet Uh, for more information about the Traveler's Distracted Driving efforts, please visit travelers.com forward slash distracted driving. Um, I can't say enough good things about what I think it is that they are doing here. Um, Judging from the way that they uh, have portrayed Z-Hawk to be 
I can only imagine how how nice it must have been to be in that little kid's presence. Um, they're not just doing a good a, a a good deed here. They're not just showing respect to Zadi. They're not just trying to pump out a message. It's all done really well, respectfully, and and the ten out of ten is well deserved. It's actually a really great comic book. Please take a minute and share this episode around. And if not this episode, then the links that I've mentioned out on Twitter and the internet. We want nothing more than to have this free comic book passed around so that there are more people aware that this stuff needs to stop. The likelihood of an accident occurring increases by more than 50% the moment you take your eyes off the road for more than two seconds and distracted driving. Well, guys, I think that's the end of the show, and uh, we'll leave it at that. Until next time, be good to each other, and don't be a robot. Domo arigato, Mr. Robot, Domo, Domo, Domo.